Welcome to Into Security, Info Security Magazine's podcast. So hey everyone and welcome to the Into Security Christmas podcast, which this year is going to take the shape of a festive quiz with our editorial team, um, who are going to be our somewhat uh, willing contestants. I'm Eleanor Dalloway, I'm the editorial director of Info Security Magazine and I'm going to be the quiz master today. I did try and come up with a game show pun that um, could somehow include InfoSec as the title, um, but to be completely honest, I got caught up in actual work. Um, so today we're just going to call this the Intersecurity Xmas Quiz, and that will have to do. Uh, so let me introduce you today to our contestants. We have the elusive InfoSecurity Magazine editorial team with us today. We have Michael Hill, our editor. Hey, Michael. Hello. Hello, hello everyone. Very excited. <laughs> For this, for this quiz. <laughs> Not a hint of irony. We have Dan Raywood, our deputy editor. Hello, I'm delighted to be here. I'm definitely not ironic. <laughs> and last but not least, we have James Coker, who is our reporter, who is new to the team, um, but super keen. Hi, James. Hi, Anna. Very glad to be here for my debut podcast. <laughs> nice to have you. So who's feeling confident today? Mm. Yeah, I think so. A little bit, yeah. I've got more confidence in Dan than myself, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Yeah, I think if the bookies were uh, were taking bets, Dan would probably be the front runner, given his uh, years and years he's got stacked up in the industry. But we'll see. Uh, we've got five rounds today. Um, each has sort of three or four questions. Um, you'll also be hearing from some familiar voices, hopefully if we can make the tech work. Um, you'll be getting who tweeted what this year. And you may even learn a few things about the InfoSecurity MAG team along the way. So the scoring is pretty simple. You get a point for every question you get right. And after each round, I'll ask you what the answers you've got are and I'll keep count of the scores for who got what right. So you have to be honest, please, team. Um, and at the end, we'll declare an Into Security quiz winner. Uh, what an accolade. Uh, so who's ready to get started? Let's go. Yes. Absolutely. So round one is called WTF is that acronym. Um, I'm going to give you three acronyms and you need to write down what they stand for. Um, I kept this to I kept this to just three minimum because they're not the sexiest thing in the world, are they talking about acronyms? So, but as we know, a very important part of our industry. So number one, C E R T, and that's Charlie Echo Romeo Tango. Okay, number two, we've got C V E, which is Charlie uh, Victor Echo. Quite often when I'm doing the phonetic alphabet, I just make up words because I forget what the correct one is, but I think I got that right. And the third and final acronym is O-S-I-N-T, which is, I think, Oscar, Sierra, India, November, Tango. Okay. Okay. Dan, you sound confident. <laughs> Michael James, have you have you got your answers? I think uh, so. You haven't picked the easiest one to start with there, Anna, but th so thank you for that. But yeah, I, I, I think I, I'm not going to get any closer anyway. So <laughs> okay, so uh, let's to start with then the CERT. Dan, what have you got? Computer Emergency Response Team. Very good, James and Michael. Did either of you have that? 
I did have that one, yes. Yeah. Well, that's James. Very good. No, unfortunately, I no, I couldn't. I couldn't grasp that one, unfortunately. Okay, well done. Okay, number two, CBE, Michael. What did you uh, have? Common vulnerabilities and exposures. Excellent. Dan and James, did you get I that put, one? I put exploits. Yes. I didn't know it was exposures. Common vulnerabilities and exploits. I put. Oh, well, oh. I'm sorry, Dan. I can't give you that. <laughs> Fair enough. I can live with that. I don't want 100%. Oh, well, yeah. We, we, we've been on a lot of these team quizzes during lockdown, Dan, and you quite often run away with the title. So I'm going <laughs> to connect with you today. So, okay, point for Michael and James there. And third, the OSINT, which I thought was quite a tricky one. James, did you get that one? No, I really wish you'd asked me one of the first two, actually. <laughs> 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 Did anyone get that one? It's y yes. Go ahead, Michael. Go ahead. Open source intelligence. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Very good. And I'm guessing you got that one as well, Dan. I did. Yes. It doesn't actually stand for anything. Not like INT, just short of intelligence, which is odd. OSI. I know. I, I would, I, I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't have got that one, actually, um, because, yeah, like you say, is that the way they've sort of changed the acronym confused me. So that's why I threw that one in there as a bit of a red herring. So, OK, well done, everyone. I believe, actually, scores are equal at the moment. I think you all got two out of three. Yeah. So let's move on to round two, which is the say what round um, or also known as the tweet what round. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out a tweet and you've got to guess who tweeted it. Now, there are four, and each of these people are very well known in the info security industry, um, or more generally, or, or perhaps more famously. Um, so let's start with number one, which is, if I ran the pri this prison, the first thing I would do is hire a feng shui consultant. <laughs> so again, that's if I ran this prison, the first thing I would do is hire a feng shui consultant. And if you do follow this person, you will know that there are um, a lot of similar prison related tweets um, as part of his stream. So, OK, number two or B, I can't remember if I said A or one. Um, the, the tweet is got warned by Facebook as one of my posts didn't meet their community standards. I'm genuinely shocked. I didn't know Facebook has standards. <laughs> <laughs> okay number three i think you'll all get this one but i i get so much um enjoyment out of it that i had to throw it in there nobody gets hacked to get hacked you need somebody with 197 iq and he needs about 15 percent of your password <laughs> <laughs> you have to laugh otherwise you'd cry and the fourth tweet today is whatsapp is telling me that my fingerprints are no longer valid what on earth was in the wine? Does anyone know how to bypass security? Some fairly prolific tweeters in, in amongst these. So does anybody know who said A, the one about the prison? Um, uh, I, I'd guess, if I'm honest, um, <laughs> I could say John McAfee for all four, but um, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely would have to guess at that one. Um, I'm going to guess on Swift on security for that one, but I, I just an absolute guess. Nothing from me either. No idea. Yeah, not a Scooby for me either. Dan, if only you'd stuck to your first answer, and I'm actually going to give it you for that. Because it's John McCaffrey. It's John McCaffrey. <laughs> oh. 
I think who, who's been to prison in well, not, well, quite a few people, but you know, <laughs> who's been to prison and talking about it apart from uh, him? So, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, some interesting tweets from John McAfee of recent times. So, um, definitely worth a read. But yes, I just I selected one of them. Um, so the second one got warned by Facebook because one of my posts didn't meet their community standards. I'm genuinely shocked. I didn't know Facebook has standards. Who said that? Uh, I'll uh, picture this, but I can't think who said it. Sorry, Michael. I, I was going to, I put John McAfee for that one. Um, so obviously not going to be two in a row. So let's say Mark Zuckerberg, just for a laugh. <laughs> 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 Plague, couldn't it? Um, <laughs> do you know what, Ellen? I think this is someone we know a little bit better. I you narrow it down to two, and I'm going to think it's Javad Malik. No, it's not. It's not. But you're not a million miles off, Dan. It is somebody we know a bit better, and it is somebody in the UK. Shall I tell you? Yeah. It was Ed Tucker. Oh, well, there you go, yeah. It was actually the other one I thought was going to be Brian Hone, but I, uh, yeah, when you said UK, I thought well, he's in, the, in Ireland. Oh, right, yeah, that sounds like, like, like Ed. Yeah, he, he was, uh, it was fun going through his Twitter feed as well, actually. Um, C, nobody gets hacked, James. I believe that was uh, Mr. Trump. <laughs> you are correct. I'm guessing everyone got that one. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my uh, favourite things to come out of this year um, <laughs> in the industry. It's a good laugh. Um, and D or four, I'm switching between um, letters and numbers. Um, WhatsApp is telling me my fingerprints are no longer valid. What on earth was in that wine? Does anyone know how to bypass security? Who said that? Do you know that the voice I can hear this in is Wendy Nader's voice? <laughs> she'd kill me if I said that to her but maybe it's just the wine and the sort of the questioning thing but that's the voice coming to me I've opted for Katie Mazuris don't know why okay. uh, I, I put Brian Honan just as a uh, as a, a guess I think with with Brian you'd be more likely if it, if it said beer no yeah, it was a woman, but it wasn't Wendy and it wasn't Katie, although actually both are very good guesses and I can hear both of them saying that. It was Lisa Forte. Oh, oh yes, of course. Hmm. Yes. So, OK, brilliant. Right. That is the concludes round two. Um, so round three is a bit more knowledge based and it's about headlines and things um, that happened in the industry this year um, or that we have reported on. So given that you are our, our reporters, you should all be brilliant at this round. Uh, I'm expecting good things. Uh, <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's start with question one. This week, we reported that the surge in sale of what smart item has posed a big old security risk? I'll go through each of the questions, then we'll come through the answers, mm. so if you just write them down. Number two, what was our top red story of 2020? Number three, in May of this year, the CISSP certification was granted a qualification level equivalent to a what? Or CISP, if you prefer. Number four, our wonderful news editor, Phil Muncaster, appeared on Tip 
Taito PR's Tech 500 power list last week in the impressive position of number 19. He was joined by some illustrious and not so illustrious company. Can you name three of the people that appeared higher than him on that list? And the final question in number five. In August, we reported on the large scale Experian data breach. How many customers did we report had been hit by this breach? Or how many million customers? Okay, everyone finished? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, it's like you can tell my film writes most of the stories. We just proof them. <laughs> so, yeah. Dan, don't give our secrets, for goodness sake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this week um, we reported that surge and sale of what smart item has posed a big security risk? Does anyone know the answer? Sex toys. Yeah, yeah. Sex toys. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I, I didn't input. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. I didn't. I, I missed what you said this week. I thought it was just a a week. So, I just put that like phones. Mm, yeah, a bit of more exciting answer than phones, Dan. So <laughs> in March alone, sex toy revenue in France, Italy, and Spain, where lockdown measures were particularly stringent, exceeded projected figures by 94%, 124%, and 300% respectively. Um, and according to our article, many researchers have shown that we are a long way from being able to use smart sex toys without exposing ourselves to the risk of a cyber attack. So there you go. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Goodness me. We're a B2B publication. Um, but there's, yeah, very good. <laughs> there's, there's some sort of pun in there, Phil, but maybe we should skip over that. Leave it alone, I think, James. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I think, um, yeah, we need to be... Uh, be careful. I don't know what time people are going to be listening to this. Um, <laughs> okay, number two. What was our top red story of the year? Michael, you pull together our web traffic reports often. Do you know the answer? Well, I think I do know this, and I'm not 100% sure, but I think it is the story of Zoom leaking um, user videos. You are correct. Yeah, you're right. That was back in April. So when lockdown was sort of first came in and was in full swing, our story about Zoom, um, Zoom blow as thousands of user videos are found online um, and was a huge news story. And actually, I think it had triple the amount of traffic that our second most read story did have this year. So um, very good. James and Dan, did you get that one? I just put Zoom, but I figured it, that was a, a bit of a catch all really for a lot of stories this year. No, my mind went blank that one i'm afraid <laughs> no worries i'll give you that one dan i think zoom oh no come on <laughs> <laughs> how many zoom stories have there been this year that we've covered i i think we need to look into that <laughs> <laughs> probably less than the amount of zoom quizzes we've all done combined this year um number three um, in May of this year, the CISP certification was granted a qualification level equivalent to a what? James Coker. I believe it was a master's degree. You're correct. You wrote that story, actually, I noticed today. So I'm glad you got the answer. <laughs> I remember it creating quite a, stall, a stir at the time. So, yeah, that's, that's stuck in my mind. Oh, I'm afraid yeah. I guessed. I went for A level. I, I really didn't know <laughs> that one. Yeah, I I went I remembered that once so I went for masters as well. Dan, you've got a load of CISP um, people with CISPs on this call on the listening to the podcast right now, shaking their heads at your A level guess. Uh, 
<laughs> get my A levels, you know. I got my CISP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, the change will enable cybersecurity professionals to use the CISP certification towards higher education course credits, and also open up new opportunities for roles that require or recognise master's degrees. Um, and you're right, James. It did cause quite the shake-up um, back in. I think it was around May time, actually. Mm. Yeah. So number four. Um, Phil Muncaster, our UK newswriter, appeared on Taito's PR Tech 500 Power List last week in the position of number 19. Can you give me or list name three other people that appeared higher than him on that list? Right. I could. One that came straight to mind was Richard Branson. That's correct. Am I? I mean, I, I don't know if anybody else wants to go next because the other two are total guesses, to be honest. Well, I. I think I think I've got all three here. Are we? Are we? Do we get a point for each, or just a point if we get all three? A point for each, Michael. Okay, I'm going to go for Boris Johnson, yeah, Matt Hancock, and Stephen Fry. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Yes, all three appeared on that list. So three points for you. Wow. Uh, I had Elon Musk. Um, Elon Musk was definitely on the list. Um, what position did he come in in? I don't think he was higher than. I don't think he was in the top 18. Uh, but he was on it. I do recall seeing him. No, he's not on the top 18. And I had Richard Branson. Yeah, then then I sort of uh, brain froze at that point. The other two I guessed at were Rishi Sunak and yeah. Nick Clegg. Rishi Sunak was definitely on there. Nick Clegg, I'm not sure if he appears on the list, but definitely not above Phil in position 19. So I'm going to give you two for that one okay. because, um, yeah, you're right. Matt Hancock, um, believe it or not, was number one, <laughs> followed by Richard Branson at number two and Liz Ashel Payne at number three. Um, some other surprising people um, that appeared, well, actually... <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to set myself up here and, and list the people that I find surprising because I don't want the backlash. So I'm going to leave it. Like <laughs> uh, let's leave. Let's just leave it that some are illustrious and some are not. So, hey, <laughs> don't want to end up in hot water. Um, and number five, um, in August, we reported on the large scale Experian data breach. How many customers did we report have been hit by this breach? Can anyone remember how many million? Was it 82 million? It was not. I'd say that's quite. How do we have to get this exact? Mm. Well, whoever gets closest gets the point. Okay. Do, tell you what, James. Do you do you want to do you want to go and then I'll, and then I'll give my guess so I've got more time to think. <laughs> well played. So, so <laughs> I'm going to say about twenty million. I think the number I was going to say longest. I think twenty-five million. Is my guess. It was 24. So Michael, you've oh, stolen. 24. I'm sure it was 25. Well, we reported 24. Now that was originally when the story broke, so it could have evolved. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's right. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, yep, you get the point for that one. Um, Dan, you were way off. 82 million. I know. I don't know where I've got that from. I think that might have been the uh, something else I was writing about. <laughs> it's a good job you're not writing that top 10 data breach list for us, this issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, make them up, you know. Just pluck the numbers from the sky. <laughs> 
Okay, brilliant. Okay, so we're going to move on now to round number four, which is our penultimate round, which is um, called Knowing Me, Knowing You. And we've got four questions here about um, the InfoSecurity Magazine team members. So it gives you a chance to show how well you know your own teammates and it gives our readers an opportunity to get to know us a little bit better. So A, who swam for England under 21s and less glamorously and tirelessly threw up into the beautiful Great Barrier Reef when scuba diving. B. I am the longest serving member of Team Info Security Magazine, but how long have I been here? How many years? And there's a bonus point for knowing how many years I wanted to be here when I first came. <laughs> <laughs> Two very different answers, I'll give you a clue. <laughs> C. How many vendor or conference expo stash t-shirts does Dan Raywood own? My <laughs> good heavens. <laughs> what, what was your guess for the, the last round, Dan? And D, which info security team member's first job was in the kitchen at McDonald's? Okay. So four questions. A was about the um, England under 21s swimmer. Does anyone know who that was? Rebecca Harper. Correct. Dan, did you know that one? I did, yes. I remember from a previous thing about her swimming uh, history. <laughs> yeah, I, think I was on a quiz where that came up, so I was fortunate. Ah, okay, perfect. See, we have been doing too many quizzes. <laughs> okay. Um, B, I'm the longest serving member of Team Info Security, but how long have I been here and how many years did I want to be here when I first started? <laughs> Who knows the answer? Am I right in saying you've been here 16 years? <sighs> Dan, no, Dan, I'm not that old. Minus five points for getting it, getting it wrong. <laughs> No, I'm only joking. Who else knows? I said 14. I, I went for 13. James, see, you're, you're new to the team, but your your knowledge is exceptional. 14 years is correct. Thank you. I first joined InfoSecurity in uh, 2006. Well, it was 13 years last year. <laughs> and it and was I was dating for 2022. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, bonus point then. How many years did I want to be here when I first joined? One. Five. I said, yeah, five. Yeah, that was two. I, I made a, a, a vow that I would um, I'd, I'd take the job for two years um, and then I would, I, I'd get the experience and then swiftly move on to something a little bit more glamorous. <laughs> um, but yeah, here I am um, 14 years later um, because I got won over by this wonderful industry. So there you go. Okay. Um, C, how many <laughs> vendor or conference t-shirts does Dan Wayward own? <laughs> Dan, what's the answer? Yeah, honestly, it's a guess. And once we're done on this, I will go and uh, have a quick count. I'm going to have to go through the, the washing basket as well. I, I think it's between 10 and 15. So let's go, let's go towards, let's go 13. <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> Which is your favourite, Dan? 
Do you know, I tell you what, this is one I got. Uh, it's actually one from Sands. I went to one of their conferences a couple of years ago and I wear it at sleep because that's, you know, I like to my wife my Sans cyber threat T-shirt. And yeah, it, it's a lot of vendor T-shirts. They have really nice prints on the front and they have like, this great big advert on the back with a vendor logo. So but it's a really nice, comfortable one, actually. So yeah, it's a Sans one. Vicky's a lucky woman. She's <laughs> <laughs> got my um, desktop teacher, actually, so and I've got two of them. <laughs> I, th- I think, actually, Dan, you'll find the correct answer was 2,700,422 T-shirts. <laughs> I just can't resist free stuff. I'm terrible for it. You know, so if you want a free thing, it's like, obviously, you know. <laughs> Um, and the answer to D, which info security team member's first job was in the kitchen at McDonald's? I've got Rabiola. I think it's James Coker. I took a guess at James Ingram. Oh, I've got you then. I think you're going to get yourself <laughs> there, James. <laughs> get myself, I'm unsure. Believe it or not, um, James Coker, you're correct. It was James Ingram, oh. our digital sales manager. Um, he his first job was in the kitchen at McDonald's in Stratford upon Avon. So um, there you go. We learned something. I've not new. been stalking you guys, by the way. <laughs> Great misses. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you seem to know an awful lot. But how many t-shirts did you think Dan had? Have you been through his wardrobe? <laughs> well, thankfully, I got that wrong. That was um, twenty-five. Okay, so we're going to move into our last round of the Into Security Christmas quiz, um, which is called Hello, Who's There? And what I'm going to do in this round is play to you five um, audio clips from our lovely friends in the industry. And what you need to do is write down and tell me who you think each one is. I'd like to wish all the readers and all the writers of InfoSecurity magazine a very Merry Christmas and all the best for 2021. May the best thing that happened to you in 2020 be the worst that happens in 2021. Okay, here is our second audio clip. Wishing everyone a happy holiday and a safe and secure 2021. Okay, and number three, who is this? To all InfoSecurity Magazine listeners, have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Except for Dan Raywood. He's yours. <laughs> Enjoy that one, Dan. And here is our fourth mystery voice. Winter is here. And I'd like to wish everyone at InfoSecurity Magazine, all the readers and team, Merry Christmas and a much better 2021 and 2020. Okay. And our last but not least, our fifth audio clip. Who is this? Hi everyone, uh, wishing you all a very Merry Christmas from sunny South London. And here's the better time to head in 2021. Okay, so five famous cybersecurity famous anyway voices. Um, who were they? So, number one, does anyone know who that was? Rick Ferguson. Yep. Was that you, James? No, that was me. Yep, you're correct. Um, it was the lovely Rick. Um, and that you know was those a... dulcet tones anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's got such a lovely speaking voice, hasn't he, Rick? 
thought you sounded really nice. Um, yep, you're right. And Dan, I'm guessing you got that one as well. Yep, I got Rick, yep. This one's quite tricky for you, Jane. So you have got a bit of a disadvantage here because you've attended far less in post security conferences and webinars and events than the other two have. So um, you are at a natural disadvantage here. Yeah, there's a couple where I think I recognise speaking over the phone. So we'll, we'll see <laughs> how, okay. how that goes. <laughs> okay, great. Anyone know who number two was? That is um, wine drinker and fingerprint concerner of earlier on it's wendy nather yeah wendy nather i said Theresa payton it was not wendy nather was it not uh, what no it wasn't no it's shock to the system no it wasn't now you can call <laughs> out Theresa and wendy it's not um oh, i've forgotten her name alicia Alyssa miller miller yeah but i think she's from missouri um no I, i'm a bit lost on that one yeah. No, I'm stumped if it's not Wendy. I, I was sure of it. Yeah, I outfoxed you. It was actually Vicky Gavin. Blimey. Mm -hmm. She's Canadian. Uh, when you said something, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Apologies, Vicky. <laughs> I'm not sure you'd get that one done. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Once you know who it is, it sounds so obvious. But when you're coming at it with a complete fresh palette, I guess it is a lot, a lot trickier. So... No, no one got that one. Um, never mind. Uh, three, the third one. Um, much easier. Dan, I'll let you um, guess this one, given that there was a little dig at you in there. There was a dig at me by uh, Javad Malik. Yeah. <laughs> Referring to, to you as Judas, Dan, for uh, your <laughs> imminent departure from Info Security magazine. And I promise I didn't even tell him to say it. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Did all three of you get that one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, number four. I'm going to opt for Jenny Radcliffe. Anyone else? Yeah, I got Jenny. Do you know, I didn't get it to the very end. It sounded very, uh, just a sort of a plain accent. All of a sudden, that little bit of scouse came at the end, and it's like, yeah, that's Jenny. No, I'm afraid I didn't have an answer for that one. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It was um, the lovely Jenny. She she did say she was going to try and disguise her accent, and maybe she mm. did succeed at the beginning then, if you, if you didn't mm. pick up on that. To me, no, it sounds... She anything i i i struggled at first it wasn't yeah she, she did do a reasonably good job there hiding it but um yeah i guess the, the scouse accent is a difficult one to hide the whole time so yeah that came through perfect and the last one and um, there was a bit of a clue thrown in there um with a geographical location does anyone know who our fifth and final christmas wisher was i i had a real guess and i don't know but i said andy rose I also had a complete guess, um, and I was went for Tony Pepper. Yeah, I also had a complete <laughs> guess. I went for Rafe uh, Moo-wise. <laughs> so there's three completely different guesses there. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Pepper's the scouser, so um, you see? definitely yeah. not him. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it, you're all incorrect. It was, in fact, our very own Bill Moncaster. Oh, oh. He's got a lot of airtime in this quiz, actually, hasn't he? Too oh, much well. airtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> that. Um, so that does conclude our quiz, but I do have one final bonus question, just to throw this one out there as, as a nice finishing point. How many million people did Info Security Magazine welcome to our website this year? Do we have a clue? <laughs> or anything? Michael, I thought you'd probably be quite close to this one because we discussed it recently. 
Yes, it's gone right around my head though, which is not not ideal. It's a tricky one as well because you don't want to over over egg it, do you? And then it yeah, like my Equifax answer earlier on. Yeah, <laughs> yes. if I had eighty million, like Danny was two. Like, oh, God, no wonder I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I'll tell you the answer. We had eight million people that we welcome to infosecurity-magazine.com this year, and yes, I think that question was partly included to show off, but it was also mainly to say thank you. Thank you to all of our readers for being part of our community. Um, we are absolutely in awe of your loyalty to us and your thirst for knowledge. And we're, we're grateful to be able to, to serve you. And the Info Security Magazine community has grown exponentially year on year. And as you found out in this quiz today, I've been here for 14. Um, so I've, I've watched that organic growth myself and we wouldn't be able to do what we do without you. So given this is our end of year Christmas podcast, I just wanted to use this opportunity to say thank you for reading and uh, thank you for listening. Okay, so I've just had the opportunity to um, tally up the scores um, and the scores, the results are in. So in third place, but there's absolutely no shame at all in it, um, James with nine points. So James, you've done really well given you are fresh to the industry this year. So well done, nine points. Thank you. It has been better result than the, the other virtual quizzes we've done this year, to be fair. So. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say it, but that's absolutely <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> In second place, with 13 points and only one point behind our winner today, was Dan Raywood. Oh, I'm delighted not to win. I think you're right, <laughs> right that I didn't take that one. <laughs> so that means, Michael, with 14 points, you are, you are our Christmas quiz winner. So well done. Thank you. It's, well, it's a dream come true, really. I'm delighted to win. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, well done. All. I thought that was a great quiz. And, yeah, definitely learned something there myself. So thank you. And also, we can't go without saying a big, embarrassing goodbye and thank you to um, our resident Judas, as Javid so, um, <laughs> so lovingly put it, um, Dan Raywood, um, who sadly is leaving us um, on the 17th of December. Do you want me to say something there? Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were leaving a pause or, you know, you're just broken <laughs> down in tears or something. It was, uh, yeah. Um, no, no, again, like, like, just like Echo and I said, you know, it's really great to see the numbers so high and, you know, constantly rising uh, and everything we do in, in terms of content we produce and uh, the numbers of people who look at it and, you know, even the, the team growing as well, adding James and um, a few others on the different different sides as well this year. You know, it's really sort of great to see, you know, what I joined back in late 15. Actually, do you know, as we record, it's actually five years to the day that I actually joined Info Security. So good timing. Um, you know, leaving it in the incredibly capable hands of Michael and and Eleanor and obviously with James as well and everybody else so yeah it's, it's a shame to move on but uh, I don't expect anything to change you know I expect you know just to be as great as ever but just a bit less me <laughs> you Avenger t-shirts as well <laughs> and Dan and I actually met in uh, Disneyland Paris of all places um, which was an obscure location for a press trip um, I think it was probably back in around 2008 or something like that Dan uh, it had been nine it was about february 09 it was the checkpoint conference and 
Yeah, it was three journalists, myself, you, and then a chap called Ian Williams, who I think was working for one of the, I think it was the V3 or computing or something like that at the time. And don't forget him trying to burn this story out with Mickey Mouse standing behind him. He was not infused at, at all. So um, I still tell him about that now. Uh, and Craig, the PR. But yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was oh, yeah, 11 years ago now. And uh, been to a lot of places since. And that's not it. No, I'm one more thing, actually. You know, this has given me such opportunity to get out and, you know, to, to around the world and get to some conferences and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, hopefully in 2021, you'll get to do a lot more traveling than we have done this year. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, back then, Dan, you were at uh, SC Magazine, and uh, so we'd often be at the same events together um, or on the, on the same trips. And um, so when I had the opportunity to hire you to be my maternity cover in 2015, I absolutely jumped at the chance. And despite managing to get the page numbers wrong in every single print magazine <laughs> while I was away, yeah, <laughs> you did an absolutely yeah. brilliant job of looking after uh, my baby. And uh, by that, obviously, I mean my magazine baby. Child. Who, no. one, who, was, who I was at home with. Um, and then, of course, when I came back to work, there was no way that we could let you go, Dan. Um, so we managed to keep you on and uh, there was no looking back. And you've been an absolute credit to Info Security Magazine. Um, for the last five years, you've been our fountain of knowledge and contacts, and we're all absolutely gutted um, that you've decided to move on to pastures new. Um, but yeah, from all of us at Info Security, from marketing, sales, uh, editorial, thank you so much um, for the last five years, and we wish you the very best uh, for whatever you go on to do. Um, as long as, of course, it's not to our competitors and receive best wishes. I don't think anyone's competing with info security at the moment, so I think you're all right there. <laughs> I'm sure we, uh, I'm sure we'll cross paths again, though. This, uh, you know, try to make too few enemies in this industry, so uh, we'll we'll see what comes next. But no, it's, like I said, you know, it's been it's been a real pleasure, and yeah, especially working with you as well, Michael and and James this year. So I really didn't get to do it more in person, but um, you know, the challenges came, and uh, but for me, you know, it's time to move on, do something new, and uh, we'll we'll see what that is in the new year. And I'm sure we'll see you at Info Security next year, walking the aisles, probably wearing a T-shirt from Defcon or B-Sides or uh, one of our competitors, no doubt. (laughs) Might make one every day, a clean one. I might even get like a costume change halfway through the day, get up the amount. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, that's pretty much, that's all we've got time for today. So um, thank you so much, uh, Michael, James and Dan, uh, for being such a good sport today. And uh, of course, thank you to you all for listening. Um, and all that's left to do is wish you all a very Merry Christmas from all of us at Info Security Magazine. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. So thank you. Thank you for listening to Into Security, the Info Security Magazine podcast. You can find out more information on our news, articles and events at infosecuritymagazine.com. <laughs>